Hello and welcome to the School of Attraction podcast. I'm Damien Deeker and I'll be talking with you about a range of topics from dating, attraction, masculinity, sexuality, life philosophy, and much, much more. So without any further ado, let's get started. I hope you enjoy listening to today's podcast just as much as I've enjoyed creating it. Hey guys. So I woke up this morning and I did what I do first thing every morning when I get into the office is I checked my emails and there was a really fantastic email with a great question in it waiting for me. The question was this, I have just gotten red pilled and the red pill told me in order to keep a woman, I must not show weakness, etc. I'm not going to lie. I'm a bit feminine. I want the same love with a woman like I could have with a family member be able to cry and get support. We take turns when it comes to leading, equality, being able to go long times with depression and get support from her. Of course, I'm not going to dump all my problems on her, but you get what I mean. However, the red pill told me I must be stoic around her, not take any of my mental problems with her, only showing little weakness, but otherwise be alpha. Can you help me? And you know what? I think that the question here is so commonly asked by so many guys. It's it's a conundrum, right? Women don't like weak men, but yet I don't want to just never have any weakness because how can I live a life without ever feeling any weakness or depression or sadness? How is that possible? Well, today I'm going to answer this because I think this is critical for men to understand clearly. If this is you, keep watching. Now, I'm going to leave the sender of this email anonymous, but to make it easy, I'm going to call him Harry. Now, Harry's conundrum is common. I mean, I remember struggling with this immensely as a younger man, and so many of the men I work with struggle with this issue as well. You know, the red pill philosophy, I'm not here to bag it out. Um, I know I have a bit in previous videos, but it's frequently, it, it, it realizes something that is true. In other words, I agree. If you're a weak man, if you're emotionally weak and always breaking down and sad, that's a turn off for women. Okay. Women are going to be repelled by that and they're not going to be sexually turned on by you. That's true. But I find what often happens is that the, the response, the solution to that problem is often lacking a little bit in emotional IQ. So sort of the idea is you, women don't like weak men. Don't be weak. Be stoic. Don't show your problems with women. Women will always love you. It's a win all round, but it's not a win all round. I think a lot of us men, we understand that in in our cause, right? What we want, what we understand is that if you don't share your emotional problems with another human being, you can't possibly have true intimacy. You can't possibly have a true emotional connection with that person because it's only through the sharing of our struggles and trials with other people that we really bond with them and we get, get really close. And why be in a relationship if it's not to get close with that other person? And yet we know that women don't like weak men. I agree completely. What's the solution? Well, it's not that you can't have moments of weakness. And it's certainly not that you can't have moments of vulnerability. But one of the big issues that comes up, and I'm going to talk through a number of them today, to hopefully clarify for you guys what the correct approach is. And by the way, you probably told from the title, the correct approach is to have empowered vulnerability rather than emotional weakness. And so what's the difference here and what's really going on? Well, when you have emotional weakness, what's happening is that it's very commonly associated with neediness. So let me give a really good example. Um, I'm in an open relationship with my partner and let's say that I feel insecure, right? That I'm feeling really insecure. She's slept with some guy and I feel really insecure about it. 
emotionally like emotionally weak could be me just getting starting to cry and get upset and lash out at her make passive aggressive comments about the guy um I could be trying to pull compliments out of her to try to make myself feel better about the relationship. And by pull compliments out, I mean sort of saying, like, what? So you don't think, why wouldn't you do that with me? Why wouldn't you do this sex act with me? Or why, like, you feel that about him. You don't feel that way about me? Or, wait, so you saying that, you know, purposely misinterpreting what she says to try to get a validation from her? All this kind of stuff... It tends to be what happens when we're feeling needy. We're trying to emotionally coerce them into giving us what we need, right? And it feels like we're being pulled against our will to behave a certain way. Now, when we do this in relationships to try to get our emotional needs met, that's that's needy behavior, and that's a big turnoff for women. That's not how, as a man, you need to behave to get your emotional needs met. And it's a way of showing weakness that's a turnoff. It's childish. It's really being a little boy and looking for mom um, to work out what the problem is. Instead, what I would do is I would approach my partner and say, you know what, this has happened and I'm feeling a little insecure about these things. I want to talk about them so I can sort of process better and understand them. That will be the beginning of the conversation, right? It's admitting to weakness. It's admitting to vulnerability, but it's coming from a place of empowerment. I have these needs and I'd like to try to get them met right now. Now, we go a step further. My partner could say one of two things. My partner could say to me, Damien, um... I totally get that you've got these needs, but right now I don't feel like I've got the emotional space to talk to you about them. Or she could say, cool, what would you like to know? Now, when guys are emotionally weak, they have they they need solutions now. They need their emotional needs met right now. And if they don't get them right now, then they're going to stomp their foot and they're going to have a, a, a temper tantrum one way or another, right? That's That's going to happen. And that, again, is a form of neediness. And that, again, is a turnoff. That is where vulnerability becomes untempered. Why? Because you're not in control of your emotions. You don't, you you are falling into your little child space and you're not saying, okay, it's okay to postpone getting my needs met right now. And I will wait and we will talk at a later time. Because that's really important in any relationship. If you can't, if you can't get your needs met by someone else, somewhere else, more on that in a minute, or... If you, if you can't wait to get your needs met and you insist on trying to pull it out of them now, that's a turnoff, right? And that's what really happens. See, a lot of men, they see weakness, emotional weakness as, as that. They, they see, oh, I fall into this space and women just look at me like I'm, like I'm useless. Um, because you're trying to manipulate them. You're trying to force them to give you something they're not ready to give you at that, that point in time. And so really, that's the big difference. That's a huge part of what to me, empowered vulnerability is, is it saying, this is what I need. This is what I want. Can you give this to me now? To be able to verbalize your actual needs, to be able to verbalize your insecurities without uh, trying to force them or without trying to make them guess what it is that you need. Because that's, that's something that a lot of guys do when they're feeling emotionally weak and emotionally disempowered is they fall into that trap. Now, I do want to say that a healthy long-term relationship can handle a bit of emotional weakness. It's okay. See, I, I, I used to be, when I was younger, petrified of ever showing any kind of weakness. Um, a healthy relationship will be just fine for a short while. In other words, uh, again, I'll use my open relationship as an, as an example. If I, if I just get caught unawares by something and I have a bad moment and I feel disempowered and I go into this a weak space where I try to pull out of her what I want, we will be fine. If I behave like this for a few days, for a week, and I'm just struggling, 
we will be fine. Sure, she won't find me attractive. She won't find me sexy. She's not going to be wanting to jump into bed with me. Um, but the truth is that we will be fine. If I behave like this for six months, we will not be fine. And so that's another thing you need to remember is it's okay to, you don't have to be perfect all the time. You don't have to be, you know, totally strong emotionally all the time, never have a breakdown. That's okay. It is okay for me to go to my partner and say, you know what, I'm having a really bad week. I could use a hug. I'm feeling really shitty. I could use some love. That's okay. It's not okay to make you feel bad for saying, I don't have that to give right now. All right? That's really important because the second you do that, um, you're losing points. You're losing attraction, right? You're not losing attraction saying, I'm feeling vulnerable, right? If I go to my partner and say, I've just gotten a bunch of uh, YouTube comments and they're making fun of XYZ about me and I'm feeling a bit, I don't know, I'm feeling a little insecure about it. Is this something that I should be working on about myself? Because I feel like I'm questioning it. That's okay, right? Just having a bitch and moan about, about YouTube, right? About the guys on YouTube and how mean they are, that would be a disempowered that would be an emotionally unhealthy way to approach the situation with my partner. So again, it's it's not the vulnerability that's the problem. It's not the having insecurities that's the problem. It's how you present them. It's how you bring them up. It's how you discuss them with a partner. It's how you look to get those needs met. But the other thing, and I think this is something that if you if you write notes down, write this down right now. If you have a wallpaper on your phone, put it on your bloody wallpaper because this is such a big one that it's a weak spot for a lot of men, a huge amount of men, especially in the West, and it's this. No single individual should ever be responsible for your emotional well-being. And this is doubly important for your romantic partner. It is okay to come to your, your romantic partner with emotional needs. But if you have no other source of support, if you don't have friends that you can go to to look after your emotional needs, if you don't have friends you can go to and say, I'm struggling with this, I need some support, help me. Right? If you don't have friends you can go to with that, family members, but friends are better because because it's just part of a healthy social network. If you don't have that, you are going to grind your partner down over time. And maybe you'll be fine for a year. Maybe you'll be fine for 18 months, but you won't be fine for five years because you're going to wear them down, right? And they're going to lose interest in you because you don't have anywhere else you can go. To, to ask any single being to be responsible for you emotionally is too much. It's too much of a burden, um, especially when times get tough, right? If times are going well for you right now and your your partner is your only emotional support, fine, because you don't have a lot of emotional needs. But if you lose your job and you go through financial struggles and you put on some weight and you get unhealthy, boy, oh boy, you don't want to throw all that and make your partner solely responsible for that. I mean, the same is in reverse, by the way. This isn't a gender thing. Um, you know, I'm not saying that men have to have friends and get their emotional needs looked after elsewhere, but women can just dump on you. No. That's not acceptable for a partner, woman to do to a man either. This is not a gendered issue. Um, it would be a turnoff to me if my partner became emotionally weak and, and, and tried to suck the life out of me by getting me to be her sole source of emotional support as well. You've got to have that. And you've got to have friendships that can sustain that. If you've got those things, it puts you in a position where you don't need to be stoic as a man. You don't need to not share those emotions because that's emotionally unhealthy. That is what men have done in the past that's led to depression and anxiety. It's a, it's a big issue. And it's led to loneliness. And we shouldn't be doing that as men. We shouldn't just be bottling up everything that we're experiencing. But we need to learn to express our needs and wants from a healthy place, from an empowered place, from a this is what I want. This is what I, I, I'd like to have right now. If I can't have it right now, that's okay. I'll get it from one of my other friends. I'll get it from elsewhere. But I'd like to get it from you. That's the emotionally healthy space we need to come to. And that's, it can be quite a journey for a lot of men. This won't be a change that you'll make overnight. But I want to make you aware that 
Um, if you struggle being needy, go see a therapist. Find someone or a dating coach like myself who, who understands this, but see a professional. See someone who can help you learn to express yourself not from a place of neediness, but from a place of empowerment. Because when you can do that, then you can have relationships where it's okay to be insecure. It's okay to have moments of weakness. It's okay to have moments where you're not totally alpha. I hate the word alpha, but you know, where you're not totally that guy. It's totally fine. In fact, it's going to make her like you more. It's going to make her love you more and not less. That's it. And thank you for watching today's podcast. As a high five for taking the time to learn today, you can head over to schoolofattraction.com forward slash personality test to complete our scientifically backed attraction personality test, which will help you uncover the areas you most need to work on based on your personality assessment. Take care and I look forward to bringing you my next podcast.